All right, everybody, and welcome back to part two of our The Force Awakens uh, podcast special. Uh, we are in the studio. We are still nerding out here. Uh, and I'm Ron Miltz. Captain Phasma. Steve Hale. And Dee's Nuts here with uh, <laughs> Everything Star Wars. So, <laughs> Captain Phasma, you got as deep a voice as she does. Yeah, All right, know, right, so... Uh, uh, so where we left off was right where we left off. We had met Han Solo on the ship and the Veruvian Death Squad or whatever they Guavian. were. Guavian. Sorry, the Guavians because you know Guavians. Guavians they're they're like mm. terrible fucking name. <laughs> All I think of is like fruit. Yeah, they're fruity. Uh, this was the one moment that uh, uh, I loved it because I was like more new stuff in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, like this was the first time we've been a long time that we've gotten to see something that's not like Jedi, Sith, uh, we did Hut. Get- we didn't if, get the Gungans. If, if you see the, if yeah, but you see I, the, I mean, it's been a that was 1999. Check, so, out, yeah. check out the DK book uh, for the visual guide to Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got the Guavians in there. Uh, apparently, they are some sort of a. They're addicted to cybernetic implants. Really, and that's what they're paid with. Um, the up close shots, pretty cool of them. I'm a little bummed neat. that uh, uh, that scene didn't wasn't the martial arts spectacular that it probably was originally yeah, planned out to yeah, be. Yeah, now that you're telling me about this. I, but kinda... they, I'm sure they cut it down for time because, fuck, dude, yeah. that movie was long. Yeah. Like, as a Star Wars movie goes, two hours and 15 minutes, it's the second longest of all the films. It didn't feel long to me. Uh, it got long, and when you had a three-year-old there, it got long in a few <laughs> parts. Um, but... And even for me, the first night, I had to pee. Like, when yeah, they got to Maz's too. spot, I was like, all right, really? talky-talky. You left- you left the fucking theater? I was well, either I that too. or urinate oh, my cup next man. to the old lady no, you next know to what, me. Dude, I, I, I was prepping beforehand. I was like, I'm. Did you bring sure your colostomy bag? And- <laughs> I brought the squatty potty just in case, oh, man. Wow. No, I had to leave when um, she was being interrogated, which we haven't gotten to that in the Oh, no. Yet. that's But that's late in the movie, dude. I yeah. was an hour in and yeah. I had drinking all my Dr. Pepper and it was time. Yeah, I had um, about 12 Dr. Peppers. I did. I forced gumped that and I ran like I was. Like, all the way to the bathroom. I'd all have the been way that back. guy like, this fucking dude's going to the bathroom. What a fucking dick. Oh, well, I got a tiny little, a tiny little uh, uh, a liquid I'd sack. Be pissed, I'd be pissing in my popcorn bucket. Uh, but you know, I knew I was going to see the movie again 12 hours later, so True I wasn't that. tripping on that. So I be, and you know what? Actually, it's kind of funny because if it's a movie I know I'm going to see again, it doesn't bother me because I'm like, right. it's like seeing the movie for the first time all over again because there will be a part <laughs> that will surprise me. Yes. It's like my buddy who had narco- not narcolepsy, sleep apnea, used to fall asleep during movies all the oh, time. Sh- he oh, basically yeah. told me that it took him until his fifth time seeing Return of the King before he had seen the whole movie all the way through. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That shit's eight hours. He's like, at one yeah. point, he's like, I fell asleep and I woke up. He's like, and I didn't know what was going on, but it was like seamless. And he's all, and the next time when I went and saw it, he goes, I realized I had been asleep for almost a half an hour. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, dude, that's pretty intense. I was like, they were still walking though, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. All right, so then we have what can only be described as the goriest moment in Star Wars history uh, of that entire Death Squad getting eaten I mean, by... They, they just get chewed up by these fucking balls of teeth and tentacles, which was I, I was stoked about that. Well, I was also stoked because it was pretty much the first time we saw any... any uh, well, and I will say this. Why is it that Hans Freighter has more security cameras on it than the Death Star 1, yes. Death Star 2, <laughs> or the fucking Starkiller base combined? Like, yeah. what? Like, and there's all these control rooms with all these panels, but no no cameras anywhere ever. Yeah. Like, why is it that the Empire and the First Order live in a pre-9-11 no, level of security? Spend all their fucking money building 
planet killers, man. <laughs> well, they shot all the cameras, Chris, but yeah. nobody's obviously operating them. <laughs> because otherwise, they would have been all, uh, there's two stormtroopers and a Wookiee yeah. <laughs> down there. Just, you know, send the janitor. He'll go take care of it, yeah, right? You're assuming that these stormtroopers who can't hit shit anyway are, like, paying attention they're talking about the the when they're never mind. You know when Ben's like turning off the tractor beam and they're talking about the new. Did you see that new T fifteen? Like, they're not they're not paying attention. That's because they have the special edition conversational stormtroopers. Right, you gotta have the hands like up in the air. Like I didn't I don't see. Know. Yeah, but haven't you always haven't you always thought about like when you've gone back and watched the movie? Like they're like everyone's like, wow, stormtroopers can't hit anything. Well, in a New Hope, they can't hit anything because Darth Vader told them to fucking let them escape. Yeah. So if they've given orders, like, shoot at them, but don't hit them, like, guide them to their ship, it makes more sense when you think of it that way. The problem is, is that essentially we get uh, Empire, they're badass, because they fucking storm the Hoth place and lay waste to that bullshit. You know, in A New Hope, when they capture the Senate ship, I mean, they, they kick down that fucking door, man, they kill all those... 1970s goofball looking <laughs> motherfuckers with the with the pasta strainers on their Dude, heads. Think about yeah, think about what know, they did. I mean, they they went through and they smoked the entirety of that ship. They get down on the planet. They smoke the Jawas. They smoke Tuscan Raiders to make it look like the Tuscan Raiders smoked the Jawas. Like le- like let's go kill these fucking Tuscans. Leave some Tuscan shit behind. So fucking when uh, uh, when Obi Wan Sh- Holmes, the Sherlock Holmes shows up, yeah. you know maybe he won't pick up on the uh, the scent. And the only time they're really bad shots, essentially, is that moment in A New Hope. And for some reason, they can't shoot the teddy bears in fucking Return of the Jedi. Right. But other than that, they're always good shots. They're just, they're just in that one moment, you think, man, they can't hit shit. So, But anyways, back to where we were before, which was uh, back on the ship. Uh, and our bloodiest moment in... Uh, uh, that escape was fun, dude. I loved... Uh, uh, the only thing I did not love is... That creature basically mowed through every other thing except for Finn. Yeah. Because it was like, let's take Finn and We're I'm going to go. take Finn for a drag. I'm, yeah. I'm going to store him for later. Like yeah. that moment went on a little too long. Like it, yes. if yes. she was going to like shut that door, it should have happened like right away. Right. As opposed to what was basically 20 seconds later, yeah. you know? Um, but I love the ship going to hyperspace out of the fucking docking bay. And I love, yeah. I love Han Solo being like, I don't, you know, I tend to ask those questions after. <laughs> like, cool. will this yeah. work? Which which still gives you the, oh he's still fucking cool, right? You know what I right, mean, right? You know, and like that's that's some pretty cool shit, you know. And the bowcaster moment for the like, can I borrow that real quick? Right. Like that was pretty dope too. Like, right? After all this time, can I can I fucking pop off a few rounds? Thing? <laughs> and yeah. and wow. I, I love later like, on wow, when he was like, I'm good, beginning dude. to like this yeah. thing, you know. Yeah. So uh, so many good moments and like to me this movie is hopping right along at this point all the way through Maz's you know so we uh, Kylo then right after this though meets Snoke for the first time uh, uh, just did not look good that's the, that's that was I know it was a hologram but uh, yeah not uh, a giant hologram yeah I uh, did did you feel like he smelled the blood of Englishmen like when he was fee fi fo fum. Um, look, man, we didn't. I, I hope it looks better in the next film. I, I guess my problem, person. my problem with Snoke, my only problem was, is unlike the Emperor, it's like fuck, we got a lot of him real soon. Yeah, and I almost, I mean, I, I still think it's going to end up being Darth Plagueis, which would make sense from a storytelling standpoint. Yes. If you're going to continue to combine these movies into one giant saga, yeah. it continues on and on and on and on. Yeah. Um, but it was sure an awful lot of a character that didn't do a whole lot, uh, other than be. The emperor didn't do anything in the 
Yeah, first. but she didn't meet the Emperor except for like 10 seconds in fucking Empire. What? Like, you think about that original trilogy. Yeah, I mean... The Emperor shows yeah. up and it's like, there is a new thing in the folds, you know? Yeah. And it was the lady in the fucking goofy mask with the goofy eyes. And then it was finally the Emperor in episode six, you know? But even then, when the Emperor shows up, you're like, holy fuck, dude, the Emperor's here. And then he's like, holy yeah. fuck, he's badass, you know? <laughs> like, he's like, right. you're lacking faith in your friends is yours, you yeah. know? Uh, so, so, so good. good. This one, not as cool, but we'll see. Give it time. Yeah. Give it time. I mean, if I have to give some of these other characters time, I got to... I got to give that one time to you. Yeah, right? because like to me, most of the First Order characters were underutilized. But it isn't yes. a movie about them. It's a movie about Kylo Ben. And it's a movie about, you know, the, the new, the good guys, you yeah. know. And all the, you know, General Hux to me was meh, meh. I like Domino Gleason. I think he's a fucking great actor. I didn't need him in this movie. He was no Grand Moff Tarkin. I know Grand Moff Tarkin, sir. And you were not Grand Moff yeah, Tarkin. Yeah, right. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean. Peter Cushing is yeah. There was there was a, a certain legend. lack of he was, gravitas. He was a legend when he did, you know. Right, right, and that was my other thing with the first order. There was a certain lack of gravitas with the first order. They weren't menacing to me in any way, shape, or form. Well, no, I think they're young. Yeah, and I, they, I think they, that you know what they showed. are. You, well, you keep you saying know. the Nazis. I see North Korea. I see like the yes. little country that's all butthurt, and it's like we've got missiles. You know we're gonna it's fucking like, launch them. You know, like look at like you know, we, you know, we bring up Peter Cushing. Legend, uh, Alleganis, legend, uh, fucking, uh, Christopher, uh, Lee as Dooku, yeah, legend. I mean, these were actors who, like, they have the gravitas, as it were, and these were all like new actors, like, who the fuck is who is this guy, yeah, yeah, you know, you're like, oh, well, that's great, you got. And if and here's he my thing. He did some fucking art film. Who gives a shit? I mean, it wasn't like this big menacing, yeah, right? You you've know, got, you've got Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, and Mark Hamill. You know, they're <clears throat> they're the old guard now, right? And that works great for the the rebellion. Um, but your it, empire needs to have that as it, well. It needs yeah. to have that figure where you're like, you know, like it would have been rad if General Hux was, was somebody. Jeremy yeah. Irons, Sean Connery. That's what if it's a, if General Hux is Jeremy idea. Irons, suddenly you're like, I'm fucking in. Right. You know, not a bad idea. Like that would have made more you're sense. All, you're also looking at somebody who is a, a, a I, I like who, who to me, like I, I look at this General Hux is like, oh, this is the fucking like, that's great. We got the lieutenant fresh out of fucking. Exactly. exactly. He's 12, okay. but he's in charge of everything. I like that. See, I don't they're all a bunch of impetuous children. Look at, you know, Kylo Ben. He's the same exact way. He loses his shit and starts breaking things. I, and I, I agree. love that they're all inexperienced but, but, like but, that. But, but, listen, there's a difference between a military general like General Hux and some sort of fucking rogue monk, okay? <laughs> there's a huge difference. A huge fucking difference. I agree. Difference. Like, how did he ascend to okay. power, like, at this right. quickly, you know? Like I said, he just got out of fucking West Point. Oh, we're going to go ahead and give him the fucking... I, I don't buy that. It was, well, it was not a character... Listen. W- and look how well that went. Well, okay. So there you go. It wasn't the general fucking Patton or et cetera. It wasn't some, some fucking, like, 
Like take charge this was, kind of actor. This I'm was, sorry. This, this was, was the one moment. This was the one moment I think if you're gonna borrow from the expanded universe, which they borrowed like moments. Yeah. They borrowed the Star Killer base from the Sun Crusher from the Kevin J. Anderson novels. The concept of Luke putting together his own academy was also borrowed. They kind of borrowed from that one series. If you're gonna borrow anything, like why not borrow fucking Grand Admiral Thrawn? Why not borrow mm, that? Like, if you think, like, people went apeshit over that movie, like, Star Wars fans would have gone fucking nuts if General Hux was actually Thrawn. If that dude showed that up... That was a very popular character. Yeah, very and if popular. that dude showed up with the blue, with the fucking red eyes and the blue well, he's skin... he's gone now and anyway, the, the right? fucking thing on a... Well, it's a Legends thing. If you're just going to borrow and pick and choose what you want to use from the Legends... But which, aren't those fools all gone because they blew up the base? Listen. Oh, no, he got out. He got he out, got dude. You can yeah. say whatever you want. It's not a believable character. It's just not a believable... Yeah, I didn't it's not a believable it. general. No, okay. and he wasn't a very good general at that. No. He wasn't... You know? I mean, it just was like... I, I, at the end of the day, I'm like, it's all right. I just... The, the first order for me was Wasn't not, that the point, though? No, they're supposed to be the villains of the saga, the okay, new saga. Okay, but... They're not supposed to be the... points... Fu- Listen, Chris, they're not supposed not... to be the fucking mediocres. <laughs> no. Okay? No, I get it. I mean, they're order. supposed to be fucking badass, dude. I totally He wasn't fucking that. badass. No. But there were he several moments... He was fucking mediocre, man. There were several moments where, you know, he said, if you can't handle this, you know, I'll get somebody else yeah, But I, I felt like I was watching, like, Degrassi. Like, it was like... Right. It wasn't... All right, this is a minuscule point. Whatever. That's, well, no, that's it's cool. kind of a big point, because as much as I like Kylo Ben in the movie, as the young you know what what you're missing is you're missing that tarkin you're missing that that answer and there's always been a difference between the jedi and the sith and the military right right the military leaders were always believable as military leaders yes and the reason they feared the fucking Sith is because like that motherfucker can choke me at any given moment leia is a believable general especially at this point of she's older the series Totally. Same with everybody that's surrounding her. You're looking at her, you're like, I yeah. believe the Admiral fucking Admiral Akbar. Akbar would be there. He's you know? a fish. I know he's <laughs> fucking more believable than fucking this guy, dude. You know, it's just... Weren't you just waiting for him to be like, it's a trap? <laughs> <laughs> At some point. Pretty much. No, this isn't episode two. They wouldn't do <laughs> yeah. that again. Uh, because they didn't do fan service in this fucking movie? Come on <laughs> yeah, now, right. you fucking cunt. All right. Uh, keep your, so, your bitchiness about the prequels out of the conversation. No, so haven't. we've landed on fucking... Yes, we finally arrive on uh, uh, what's... Uh, why did I just forget I can't remember the name of the planet. What was the planet's name? But Green World. Mass's. It's Maz's location yeah. it's somewhere in the hosnian system is where yes. it was so the hosnian system well and that became important part because we all thought curasant was blown up at first true the fact that i had to google the shit after the fact after two times seeing the movie because i was like oh, they blew up fucking curasant no and then i'm like oh it's not curasant never mind that's cool um but uh but yeah so we meet maz and i love oh my god yet another character yeah. like and and a very well done CGI character, like yeah. fucking great, dude. Looked good. Looked really like looked all good. the stuff that. And here's and the that's thing. coming from the CGI hater. Yeah, but you know looked what? Good. All the CGI and I, I kept saying it. Watch the prequels, man. The CGI gets better as the movies go on, and to a point now where you get that good mixture of both. Like we're gonna use both, and they yeah. did. Well, bad I mean, you have Wars, to, dude. Or you Attack have of the Clones. To. Yeah, but Attack of the Clones is two thousand one. It was just bad. Dude, dude Revenge of the Sith is 2005, 2002 was Attack of the Clones when it came out. But think about other contemporary movies of Attack of the Clones. Like, think about Matrix Reloaded, all right? Think about, like, all the fucking movies. That was like Spider-Man 1. Go back and watch the first Spider-Man movie, dude. Yeah. Spider-Man looks hokey as shit in that movie. Yeah, I mean, 
The technology is completely changed. Looks great, man. Like the sure. mocap. Think about what they're doing with the Planet of the Apes movies, even though you refuse to see them. They look fucking great, dude. And these movies look good as well. Like that, all the shit they did with like, because look, the uh, the Simon Pegg character, that was CGI. Like there was a lot of CG in this what, movie, dude, man. I, I can't wait to like finally own this movie so I could take this particular scene I'm gonna study like the fucking Dead Sea Scrolls which is the Maz's bar dude oh there's that's, so much good shit that's my jam dude I so mean so many interesting you aliens, aliens and shit you going got on there smugglers you got bounty hunters you got all kinds of weird shit in there and that's I mean as soon as that scene hit it, it, when they're walking up on all those flags, and if if you're a Star Wars nerd, there was stuff to see, there was man. All kinds of stuff in those flags, and there was man. a five hundred first shout there out in a, the flags too, man. There was a too, shout man. out to the five hundred first in there. Our flag was uh, hanging on the far left hand side of how the fucking cool is that? Thing. Dude? Yeah, and if you look, man, there's there's little Boba Fett stuff in there. There's yep. all kinds of cool shit. Mandalores were represented. I, I, you know what else I loved? I loved walking into the bar. My only disappointment <laughs> is there are so many fucking alien types. It's like you could have retreaded at least one or two in the bar, yeah. you know. They did. Yeah, like the hammerhead you know, and whatnot. Was there, there. A, was there an Authorian in that bar? There, you I know didn't what? See an I don't know about that, but when they were on the desert plant, when they were on Jakku after the attack, remember the one who poked his fucking head up? Yeah, yeah. He was a cantina alien. He was. That yeah, was. He it was, was one of those little guys. Guy, yeah. But oh, and I love the moment, and we got to go back real quick when the fucking Tie Fighter blows up and the scavengers are like running after the parts oh, that yeah, are like falling was, on the that ground. That was pretty cool. Like man. that was like there were some nice touch, like mice moments there. But that can the new cantina. First off, how cool was it? Like that the cantina band in this movie plays reggae. Like yeah, <laughs> it was like yeah. I was like, where's the weed? That's what I. Where's the space yeah. weed? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> man. Like man, we ain't find shit. That was the, that was the scene. I was like, slow it down, slow it down. Like why are we in a fucking hurry? Man. Don't, yeah, don't rush me, man. This is this is where this is my fucking movie porn. Right New now. space games. Yeah. I love the bar. I love the concept of like. How, was, how cool was it when they got in the Falcon? And they turned on the little game, and you saw the thing come up, and you're like, oh. And, and you know they they went around like oh really they went back and they recreated the basically they picked up the game exactly where it had left off That's in a funny. new hope well and, and there's also uh, you know so the great. you know the combat ball that uh, Lucas yeah Fuddy yeah he picks it up and yeah. throws it behind yeah, him yeah, there was there was nice little shout outs like yeah. that's all fan service to me like yeah. that I'm like all right that's fine like I don't know that I, I like. In my mind, I'm going, really? They haven't fucking played the game in fucking 30 years from the part where Luke and fucking like right. Chewbacca are playing it or whoever was playing it. But still, that's fine. I get it. It's fun. Um, and I love that they did uh, uh, They did stop motion animation Yeah. in the movie, in the new movie, so it would match the old movie. Like, how cool is that, right? Yeah. Well, that's what you should do. No, you shouldn't. You yeah, should. you should. No, you it, should. Just keeping it consistent. No, because stop motion that's animation the... is pretty outdated at this okay, point, dude. Okay, but... If Still that's how cool it was, though, <laughs> then that's what you go back to. You don't do that bullshit well, where guess you CGI what? the whole well, thing. Well, wait, let's let's have a quick time. Like, you want to talk about that? Because you're not going to, like, sit here and tell me you think that the fucking X-Wings were, like, miniatures, do you? Because no, that's no, no, how no, they no, did no. it in the fucking original. Totally, totally different, real. though. No, like, all that shit's CG no, I mean, now, like, man. Like... Those weren't really flying around. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> but my point is, this: you can, like, that was a nice nod to make it look a certain way, but they're not going to do all the fucking effects the way no, they used to do them. of course not. Of course not. But something like that that was so obviously stop motion animation type stuff. Yeah, and it looked cool, dude. You got to do it. 
And by the way, how come we have never gotten a computer game version of that? Or how come right. nobody has produced like because they can do more hologram shit now? I would buy the shit out of a chess game like that that does the holograms. Like mm-hmm. how, how is no one's like everyone's bitching about a hoverboard? Like it's been thirty years. Where the fuck is my hologram chess game <laughs> with little creatures? Fuck a hoverboard! Right. Like this, we can accomplish this, people. Like Man, this. And I mean, if you can slap this Star Wars shit on a bag of fucking oranges, you can give us this goddamn game. Thank we God. got to just make them all Tupac. Yeah. And, By the know. way, thank God this movie has come out because the oversaturation of fucking like Disney wasn't kidding when they said that. Not at all. Holy shit! This makes man. the episode one ramp up and look mild dude, by you know comparison. What, you know what the worst is, and and everybody out there and in, in in our audience, big or small, on our Facebook, man. Don't link me to the motherfucking goddamn Star Wars spatula or the fucking toilet brush. Like, I get this shit like 30 times a day. And you know what, man? I don't give a shit about any of it. My sister does that shit. Fuck me. That's why I only only link you to shit that I think is like twisted and funny. That's like my Steve Hill. Like the fucking Home Alone sequel that you never knew you wanted, you know? Yeah, right? (laughs) I mean... This, this this Star Wars merch has... I don't even know how people have fucking money left. There's, there's a lot of it, dude. It's, so it's an much. insane and amount. To me, it's, it's... The commercial started to bug me. Oh, it, you know, I was fine when it was like, company. I am your father. And then the the gay husband is like, I am your father. You know, I was cool with it at that point. But when I started seeing like the dark side and the light side... Of like these, in a car commercial? The, car the commercial. Fiat commercial? Dude, I'm so I was like, like <laughs> you suck on it, dude. dude I was like, not I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fucking Jaguar winter event. <laughs> and now you're, you're d- doing this to me? How many cars am I going to buy? Fuck, the, man. Uh, the one the Target ad is the one that kills me the most. Where yes. it's like, are, I can't tell if the stormtroopers are stop motion real. Oh, it's those like are, some, no, those are not real, and it's, they move so terribly. I, they're all janky, but I think it's intentional. The, but there's a moment where they are real. I'm all, those are real. The, like in the, the best, shot, the best the one, shot. the best one by far though is the goddamn subway commercial where they're all like. Yes. Wearing these fucking hat costumes. Yeah. Oh, and, and they walk in the subway. Yeah, and it looks that like, one's pretty cool, dude. I like that you're one. You're like, and she fucking has the lightsaber on her hip. So, yeah. yeah but that like was all, dope. The, all the garbage that they slap Star Wars on. Oh, uh, it's fucking. We got creamer in the are, fridge right now. Are the oranges BBA real, by the way? Are the fucking oranges, oranges real? Grapes, That's not just. Yeah. Like, really? Cans yeah, of soup. What? Yeah, cans yeah. of soup. The soup Everything. is fine. That's always. But, like, some of the Macaroni shit. Macaroni and cheese. And it's like you're marketing, once again, all of the wrong things. Like, make me a fucking hologram chess game. I want to buy that, you know? Do you own the BB-8? The, I, the I, remote control? I'm getting the remote, con- the, the one on your phone. That's my Christmas gift. All so, right. um, but for the I've been boy, dying to mess with that, dude. I'll have, it, I'll have it by the next time I see you guys. Um, but the boy is getting, uh, for Christmas, we got a bunch of cars stuff for him. And then I've been trying to hunt down uh, the, the more adult or the kid version of BB-8. Yeah. That's like, you know. He fucking loved BB-8. Vincent is getting a uh, Kylo Ren helmet. Nice. The it's it, hey, it's a good I've one seen too. it. It's pretty it's cool. The, like um, the full one or just the mask the, front. The full one, the Star nice. Wars black. Uh, oh, nice, one. nice. Yeah, um, that one actually in our club. From what I understand, I could be wrong, guys. You can email me if I am wrong about this. Um, but uh, with some slight modifications, you like, can. It would actually be approvable in, in the five hundred first. Wow, for Kylo Ren's. It's that good. That's pretty dope, dude. It is pretty. That is pretty for a fucking toy for an eighty nine dollar toy. Because I know there's a certain company out there that's going to be producing these. 
and paint it, and they're going to be in the neighborhood of fucking six hundred bucks. What? Yeah. What? Six hundred dollars. Give me that's the eighty nine dollars. That's version, American sir. money. That's not pesos. Oh fuck, okay? dude. Yeah, that's so. It's like, hey, eighty nine bucks, you know, and I have to, you know, cover the seam and do some sanding and then repaint the bitch. I'll, I'll do that over your six hundred dollar model. All right. So moving back to the story. We've reached the moment now where Ray goes down into the basement and finds Luke's lightsaber. Well, Maz essentially gives her Luke's lightsaber, and we get the flashback. The moment that I really will, I, I kind of hope was longer, like a more extended flashback. Uh, but we see the Knights of Ren, which we haven't talked about at all. Uh, the only moment we see them, which I think they're going to be a bigger player in the next two movies. I hope so. I hope so, too, because that gives Luke somebody to kill um, the, and Rey somebody to kill. Uh, we also see, essentially, them murdering the entirety of the Jedi Academy. Um, and we get some really interesting flashbacks. They, they flash the moments that we saw. Uh, I want to say we saw uh, Cloud City. The freezing chamber on Cloud City we, we saw for a brief moment. Um, we see that other moment, and we see the water, like the, essentially the water planet at the end of the film. Uh, you see that island um, from oh, a distance. Yeah, from a distance shot. Uh, but we hear some voices, and I heard, I heard the Ben Kenobi in there. I didn't hear Yoda, but allegedly we hear Yoda's voice. We hear... Alec Guinness's voice say mm-hmm. Ray that they like Ray they pull that one line and then it's Ewan McGregor going you know uh, you know your journey you're you're just it's just the start of your journey or something to that effect fuck man I totally missed this yeah yeah dude right like it happens and it's wow. and I heard it the yeah, first just time all went by, I didn't get any of it yeah but essentially they did the voiceover all those which to me says fuck dude are we gonna see Yoda Force Ghosts are we gonna see Obi-Wan Kenobi Force Ghost? I mean, why not? I mean, it's not like they use Well, you don't have a Sir Alec Guinness anymore. So yeah, but you've got a Ewan McGregor. And who's to say that... Why would a Force... Here's the thing with Force Ghost that I We've think... We've already seen the Ben Force yeah, Ghost. but I think it's a misunderstanding about Force Ghost. Because Force Ghosts are not physical representations. That's, that's an audience representation. So you, as a viewer, can connect with what it is Luke is seeing. Yeah. There's no reason... Like, he's just sensing them and talking to them through the Force. There's no reason that they have to be physical manifestations, all right? Mm-hmm. That are a certain, like, well, he died like that, so he's fucking locked yeah. in like that. I mean, that. it's a fucking ghost, Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean... Could potentially it's, look any way he wants yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, we're we're talking about on a whole different level of reality with right. this type of stuff. It's a ghost. It goes through fucking walls. So Do whatever it wants. But that also gives us the opportunity, I think, in the future to see Anakin again. I think. Oh God we, no. But why not, man? Why Hayden Christensen? That's why yeah, not. Okay, take away your hate. From I'd the- almost rather have Jake Lloyd all cracked out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh boy! In a high-speed chase, I'd rather have that than Hayden Christensen again. I think that I think the thing you're missing from a storytelling standpoint, though. No, no, no. <laughs> think ma- about this. Matter, dude. I don't want that part of the story ever again. You have to have that part of the story because Darth Vader's already been brought into the modern story. So let's see the mask. We don't want to see Hayden Christensen. But Steve, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put bitchy bitch aside here. <laughs> He sucks so bad. No, he does it. All right. He killed those movies for me. Okay, that's fine. He didn't for me, and I enjoy them. Think about this. Kylo Ben, his journey he's on. 
Like, uh-huh. we've already basically discovered that he's evil. There may not be any coming back from this. Right. Although, he might be still, like, I don't know that killing his father is going to make things better. I think it's going to make him more conflicted. Because he'll feel the pain of essentially, like, I killed my father. I think, I think that was what he needed to cross over. You think so? I yeah. think so. That was That, that was, was what the whole dialogue how, was how fucking was How fucking dope would it be, like, at some point in this saga, if he basically is, like, trying to do this because he wants to complete what his grandfather started, and then he comes across his these fucking force ghosts of his grandfather that's like you're wrong like the whole time everything like oh, this was all the wrong path for you you should never have done any of this Man, that's some pretty fucking out there speculation but, really, but. I, hey why not like all avenues are open okay yeah. you these actors are all alive and they're all young enough that you can do this sort of shit and yeah. do it in such a way that look hayden christensen doesn't need to be a big part of the movie mm-hmm. he could just show up you know, like how fucking cool would that be? Like to me, not what, at all. Oh my god! <laughs> I get what you're saying from a storytelling standpoint. I would rather have them CG <laughs> Sir Alec Guinness and do a Tupac with him, and I would be much happier. <laughs> Shit. They they could have the amazing orange mouth where his mouth is, or the annoying orange. <laughs> say, like it's a Conan O'Brien bit let or go. something. Yeah, I would totally be happier with that. Than Hayden Christensen. I think I think the thing you're missing, Chris, and this is the big thing you're missing, is just because you don't like the prequels and people of your ilk don't like the prequels, there's a lot of us out oh, there that do like the prequels. You know what's fucking funny, man, is is reading people's comments and reading people <laughs> asking to know more about Kylo Ren's backstory. Because we haven't learned that enough. Because but. <laughs> I'm like, so what you're fucking asking for is a fucking prequel. <laughs> You're the same motherfuckers who will damn these movies, but now you're asking for these movies, and that's why they make them. Yep. You have enough. Okay, we understand that it's... I don't want a prequel. Which I'm surprised, because normally you like to be spoon-fed this shit. No, 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 <laughs> You know? So... Did, did, now, let me ask you a question, Chris. Did you bring some sort of infographic to help you keep who was what character as the movie was going on? <laughs> I, I got Darth Vader. He was in there. <laughs> you were like, that I, mask I, looks vaguely familiar. Let me Google this shit real quick. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's like, no, we have that enough. That being fair, come on. <laughs> we, we have enough. These are major characters. It's not like, you know, alien number six on the wall I was shocked the, you knew who Admiral Adbull and me and Nub was. Let so. me tell you, dude. Every alien that you see in the cantina has a fucking name and a backstory. And, and, and in Jabba's palace, but has I ain't a gonna name learn and a backstory, man. And I, I, I admire that you guys know all that. I, I could not give I a shit don't less. Know, I don't know all of them. I know how most of them will die, though. Especially yeah. Jabba's palace. Yeah, this is true. Because not everybody dies on the bar. No, some of them escape, in fact. And when they get back to Jabba's fucking palace, mm-hmm. those little fucking... Uh, monk things. Yeah, the monk take brains. Take their brains out of their head. That's yep. how Bid Fortuna goes down. Nice. Yeah. Because so. fuck those guys, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So we're we're on Maz's planet. We get the flashback uh, to the Force, and this is the first time we see Luke. Uh, and I bet Mark Hamill once again at the table reads, super excited about this. <laughs> is moment. it Luke? We don't even know. <laughs> when, when when John from the fucking uh, craft services put on <laughs> right. the cloak and uh, <laughs> stood next to R two D two, and also the first time we saw R two D two in the movie, we had not yep. seen R two D two up until this point, or C three PO or any. Like basically, it's like the what only the hell was with the red arm. We're not at that part yet, all right? Okay, but do you have an answer for that? Yes, actually, okay. I do. Okay. Um, so, Because uh, I ain't reading those books. So. Well, once again, a thing that you know was brought up that could only be answered in other media. Um, 
So basically what happens is, is Finn decides to leave the planet. Ray and him have a nice exchange, really nice exchange where she's like, he's like, come with me. And she's like, stay. You know, I, I love that moment, like a really nice moment between two characters that have like become very attached with each other over and a short period of time. Especially how she didn't even want to leave the fucking planet initially. No, yeah. you know, I mean, no. so like she's already like on her growing journey. as yeah. a yeah, no, as a character. Yeah, so she uh, she gets the, the sword, goes out and runs in the forest. At which point, the fucking first order attacks. And now this is another moment where the first order does a really good job of attacking. Like they, they come in and level that. They place, lay man. waste they to that do. place, man. Uh, uh, and it's like I feel bad for Maz's bar because we got to know so little of it and it was so cool yeah it yeah. fucking was and here's the other thing I was like I'm sure glad Maz escaped and none of the other creatures in the bar managed yeah. to get out yeah, exactly. so all those creatures you're in love with they all dead Steve yeah. all of them right? you know Plus, her Indiana Jones basement full of cool shit is buried forever now, too. Yeah. Like, what other stuff did she have in there? Right. And it, also... It's like, who gave you that lightsaber? And don't you feel like lightsaber come from? when Luke gets it back from her at the end of the film, he's going to be like, oh, oh, wow. Thank you so much. You know, there was a hand with this. Did you happen to come across yeah, right. it as well? well? <laughs> you know, I was just wondering uh, because... Yeah, this this is a great scene in the movie. It, it opened up to a whole lot of new characters. And it, now we're seeing a little badassness from the first order. The first order. But you know, it's every time Kylo shows up at the first order, that's when they're fucking badass. But pr- right prior to this, we, uh, uh, the star killer base fires, which is what brings everybody outside. Um, and yeah. this is my first big issue with the movie at this point, because up until this point, it's been a really good ride. Um, and then we introduced the star killer base. And so allegedly this thing sucks up a star and then shoots across the galaxy a laser beam that is somehow tactical enough to break up into five parts and, and destroy a planet and its different. moon and a fleet. Yes. So six parts. Sorry, six parts. So well, Was I, there a fleet in that? There was a quick shot of ships going nuke as well. Oh, okay. So there was, they, that's how we know they destroyed the Rebel fleet um, or the Republic fleet. Um, All six fucking ships. There's so... <laughs> There's so many things. Okay. Questions. Is the Starkiller base mobile as a planet? Well, we'll never know now. But Shit, this, did gone. you guys get the sense? Because I always got it, the sense the Death Star moved, but it yes. moved very slowly. The, the Death Star did move. Did the Starkiller base move? I don't remember it moving at all. Okay. So does it completely engulf whatever star is it's nearby? So that completely destabilizes that whole area. Right. So it's not only that it's taking the power from the, the sun, but in, it would be basically collapsing the star, right? Yeah. Because it's sucking up all its power, which then by throws off the gravity of the entire system. So And also, like, doesn't that create a... I mean, you know, listen. <laughs> I just, the, I, I'm trying to not pull too much Carl Sagan bullshit out here, but like, doesn't that create a fucking black hole when a star look, fucking dies like that? I, I don't know. The lack of... See, the, the thing with the Death Star was, was very simple. We have a giant space station. It happens to be round. We fly around and shoot stuff and, with it. And, yeah, it moves very slowly, but it does. This thing had like its own set of problems, which I'm going, if it sucks, if it's mobile and moves around the world, how does it maintain its atmosphere in space? Furthermore, if there's no sun, how do fucking trees grow on a planet that doesn't revolve around the sun and have a day-night cycle? It, it's moving through space. Wouldn't it get really cold on said planet as well? I, these are well, the things that bug the shit out of me. It had about six inches of fucking snow. <laughs> okay. Right? But things are living still. There were some still. stormtroopers with some dusters. <laughs> 
Yeah, we all have. But a- you're okay with him stopping a laser blast. But not this. That's I can suspend my disbelief within the context of the movie itself so you can. to believe the force and exists. Then, like here now, but this now planet, we're, talking, we're talking about the Star Killer base. Where I'm like, what the fucking the Death Star one was like this big fucking secret, right? Right. It's been a big secret since uh, this the second movie. second movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, many boffins. Died to get us this fucking information, Speak, right? Wait, real quick. Speaking of many Bothans, when they blew up the fucking Hosnian system, we got to see our first Bothan. To see a Bothan. But then I was super bummed because many Bothans died right. to show us that one Bothan. Yeah. Like, I was like, what the fuck? So now you've turned a fucking planet. A planet. <laughs> May not be a very big one, Steve. It's right? a planetoid, maybe. <laughs> into this weapon. And nobody noticed? <laughs> well, I don't... Nobody... Said maybe we should be concerned about this. You know, <laughs> these guys were assholes before. Well, Space North Korea had their new their new fucking weapon. <laughs> they they, Look, they were like they were like you see nothing. It, it's obviously Germany World War One, Germany World War Two. They were assholes in World War One. Okay, well they, they built, didn't do anything okay, so about it, so some, we're in World War Two now. So they built some submarines. Okay, okay, <laughs> not not a fucking a planet, not a fucking planet weapon. Fucking <laughs> my least favorite moment in the entire movie was when they're like, "Here is I just happen to have an infographic of Death Star One. Here's what Death Star One looks like, and I just so happen to have an infographic of the the Star Killer base. Look how much bigger it is. It's so yeah. much bigger. I'm like, and oh, we're gonna geez. get a bunch of intel from the janitor. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's our fucking guy. We didn't notice this before, but now that we got the fucking janitor here, dude. And this really was the moment that the movie... I mean, they knew how to fucking fly there in the first place, right? And they got there pretty quick as well. Totally quick. <laughs> um, look, I just I have some issues with this part of the movie. Because there's it's kind of like how you have issues with Empire about the time lapse. Like, Luke kind of gets trained for a day and a half in Empire Strikes Back. Right. Too old to begin the training. That's gonna take. It's Ray. like a fucking like extension course at the yeah. community college. And, and now Ray has got like like we said a twelve hour relationship with fucking Han Solo. The Star Wars movies have never been especially good about the length of time really these things rough, are supposed man. to happen. Uh, but the Star Killer base that that's sort of like the what about it? I, I don't get all of it, and I don't know that I'm supposed to get all of it. It's not a science uh, uh, expedition, but I certainly have some questions. Going, wait a minute, like wait a minute, hold on a well, second. You're assuming our physics are the same as their physics. I, I don't mean, even. It's not even about physics. It's just about very simple things. Like, does this thing? Is it moving or is it sucking the power from nearby stars? How is it able to fire from across the galaxy? And if it could fire from across the galaxy, why wouldn't we just fire it a bunch of fucking times yeah. and blow some shit up, you know? And, and I'm not even as deep as Ron. I'm just saying, like, look at the center of this planet. It's a big gun. <laughs> and I'm just still I'm still amazed that nobody with the telescope fucking saw this from a distance, well, right? Well, and you then... Know? The amount of okay, whatever. So, the Star Killer base I have but, issues with. But the whole thing though, and this is where I'm like, well, we've seen this before. This is the third time I've seen your fucking super weapon. Yeah. Like, isn't this fucking getting old? And the, I think like, Chris to me it's fucking it's a beaten fucking horse. Yes. And I know? think, Chris, one of my re- reasons why you are always amazed that I like Revenge of the Sith more than the rest of the movies. 
I've already, like, the Return of the Jedi, the last hour of Return of the Jedi, the only part that I really love is the fucking Luke and Vader stuff. Yeah. The spaceship battle is pretty dope. And, I, like, that moment, that's a big fucking epic, like, fleet-on-fleet battle. But really, at the end of the day, we're just blowing up the Death Star again. And I've already yeah. done that, all right? Yeah. Episode 1, the only part I really love about the end of Episode 1 is the Darth Maul battle. Like, the space fight mm. is, like, negligible. Yeah. But they're really blowing up a very like a smaller Death Star at the end of yeah. episode one you know so the first time it worked fucking brilliant for me in New Hope yeah. but every third time since then I'm just not as excited See, I, I about it I didn't even think I didn't even think of the the command ship as being like a Death oh, Star oh it totally is think yeah. about it it's a little ball yeah, <laughs> yeah sure. he flies in okay. through at a certain okay, point, so he flies now, in through. And, so now we've seen it four fucking times yeah essentially awesome. four out of seven times we've blown up the Death yeah. Star at the end yeah. of the movie and and guess what? Uh, six out of seven times we've been to a desert planet. Yeah. So I, I mean, there's certain things that I'm good. Like I don't need to go back to Tatooine or Jakku again. But anyways, uh, like I could really not ever go to those planets again and be just fucking fine. But people like Chris see desert and think Star Wars. Like that's where his <laughs> mind goes. I remember when they first started filming, they just showed a little thing of sand, and I was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> We're back it didn't the, bother me, dude. We're back it, to the It is desert. what it is. And and you know what? There's probably a lot of listeners being like, oh, fuck you. That is Star And that's fine. I don't have a problem I mean, with that. that. When you think of the first three movies, you think of desert. You think of ice. You think of green. But That's you, Star but Wars. here's the thing. We didn't go back. They put it all in one movie. The reason, I like Mustafar. Oh, you know shit, right? Uh, the movie works. Like Empire works for me because there's no repeated moments from like in Empire from New Hope. It's a completely different tale. We don't blow up a Death Star at the end of it. It's fucking brilliant. When we get to uh, Jedi. Jedi, we open the movie back on fucking Tatooine. And I'm like, all right, that's okay. I guess that's fine. And then, the, But it's really like the first hour is like, let's go back to Tatooine and hang out there. And then the last hour is let's blow up the Death Star again. You know? Yeah. Uh, so it's like, for me, like the repetitive... You got the Endor stuff. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Like, I don't get me wrong, it looks good. I love all the indoor stuff for the like the cinematography of it. Uh, you know, it looks cool. So now you've got uh, this huge planet weapon. Yeah, bigger, back to this. And you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna attack it with about a dozen fighters. Oh, we're don't jump ahead. We got some more to do still. Oh, we do. So okay. yes, we we've got a. Uh, well, these guys got grenades too. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet. So first, we've got to we've got to have the Han and Leia reunion. Um, after Ray gets taken by Kylo, uh, which uh, okay, sure, like our our lead gets captured and they have that moment with the two of them, pretty fucking cool moment between our two Force users, our very powerful Force users. Um, but I will say that uh, the my one of my favorite moments of the film is C three PO like interrupting Han and Leia's moment. <laughs> Right, you know, you must be curious about my red arm. Yes, not really, dickhead. It, well, and, and the whole thing is the red arm was supposed to be some sort of like he got a promotion and he's some sort of, I don't know. Like the books uh, basically say it's like a military thing, but by the end of the movie, it's gone. Like he's back to his gold arm at the end of the movie. If you didn't notice that, I didn't notice. Yeah, that. at the last moment, he's like bye, and it's his gold arm again. He got it replaced. Huh. So, um, but so but we, it was. Real, real quick, that was an awesome scene between Ray and fucking Ren. Yeah, man. With that that battle of the minds, the battle of the force, and he was like, "What the fuck?" 
this this little chick shouldn't be doing right and that was fucking pretty cool she had an interesting like she was picking up on how to use the force in like a monkey see monkey do sort of way yeah which i thought was interesting like basically she didn't really know how to do anything but him tapping into her mind allowed her to tap into his mind which then allowed her to tap into the stormtroopers but see also like you know it just goes to show that she is the descendant of some powerful jedi to be able to have that kind of power. Well, let me ask you this question. What other Jedi was really good at mind tricks, Steve? Well, I'd be uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, old Ben you Kenobi know? was really good he at was, mind tricks. He mm. was very good at that. Tapping into know? other people's brains. So, which brings me back to my concept that I think Ray is going to end up being Ben Kenobi's granddaughter. So was Luke. Not really. How many times did Luke In ever... Jedi? Really? He did, he did it to Bid Fortuna. He did, but that was the only like and the he, only time, and he failed on Jabba and the little uh, Gormorian guards. Well, everybody failed on choked Jabba. the shit out of Gormorian Listen, guards. Everybody did on Jabba. Fair enough. They tried to in the Clone Wars, and Jabba's, it didn't work. No, it's much too powerful. But I, I still think like I like that moment. Uh, you know what? And I like the moment of the reintroduction of Leia. Although I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I really was depressed by the fact that their story did not have a happy ending. Like when you find out about Ben and everything, yeah. and like. Essentially, at this point, we know that Ben Solo is, you know, Kylo Ren. And Kylo Ben ends up, you know, being a very sort of heartbreaking character for me. Because that I can never watch the end of Return of the Jedi now. See, I actually liked it because it, it shows the, a real tragedy. And, I agree. And I like the tragic moments that in Star is, Wars. That, that is a not just Star Wars, but it's something that people can really relate to. Because that's, that's really what happens in our yeah. real lives. And it's good to see I, that... When your son turns to the dark side, you'll, you'll know. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and, but hey, and it fucking happens. And then people can relate to that and go, you know, yeah, you know, these people aren't fucking. It's not happily ever after. It's not. Yeah. No. So uh, basically we, we get the reunion with Leia. The droid comes in. We find out, oh, we don't have all the pieces to the map that we need. R2-D2 is asleep still. Um, but let's have our moment where all the extras from Lost come in uh, because. <laughs> It was all, it was like six guys. I was like, aren't all these fucking people on Lost, you know? That's funny. Which then begs the question, is Luke's island the island from Lost there, that there he's been hiding some, out? There was also a lot of uh, people in from uh, Game of Thrones. Who else was on from Game of Thrones? Uh, one of the fucking, okay. Uh, the big guy with the beard? No, no, no. Um, or the... Oh. The, the kids. <laughs> no, no, no. But the, the kids who were running with Hordor. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember the, the boy that just died? Yeah. He is like a comms. Oh, really? Person. And yeah. They, they just, uh, somebody didn't, on Facebook. Didn't you today. feel like that moment was like every actor that was like a famous person that wanted, or like a mildly famous person that wanted to be in star Wars yeah. found their way into that moment. <laughs> Uh, which I was like, hey, there's a bunch of faces I recognize here, including Greg Gunberg, who is obviously Jeb Porkins' grandson, because uh, uh, we had a new fat fighter oh my pilot. God. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, that was a little distracting for me seeing him in there. A little, but we just watched him on Heroes. Yeah, a that little. Kind of messed me up. I mean, he was. I didn't like that. There was, but also the Asian guy. The Asian guy was on Lost, and he was in the fucking X Men movies. And uh, I mean, look, you had suddenly a bunch of people that had familiar faces where there had not been any real. But yeah. this movie is kind of littered with them, as we know. James Bond uh, did a moment. You know, Daniel Craig. Yeah, but no one would have known that. Yeah, and I but, didn't notice it. But now that I do notice it, yeah, I see. Go I, didn't hear, <laughs> I didn't hear it in his voice. Man. I didn't either. I, just, I, didn't, yeah. I don't I know had that. Ask somebody. Yeah, I said, was he the trooper with the baton? 
Or was he the trooper that got mind tricked? Let's talk about the fact that the First Order has trained all of their stormtroopers to fight against fucking lightsabers. Right. Uh, You know. Like, that's a big improvement. Like, uh, we now have weapons that if one of you Jedi shows up, suddenly Luke Skywalker's not as badass if essentially any stormtrooper can face down with you. Right. You know? So I'm like, cool, man. Nice. Like, we brought that tech from episode three. You know, where the little guys with the fucking batons that could fight the lightsabers. Yeah. Like, cool. Brought that forward. Very cool. I like that. So, but we finally, basically, we've now reached our end, which is uh, we're going to take the end of Return of the Jedi, where we have to assault the, uh, the the container holding some sort of shield housing, blah, 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 blah. And we also have to assault the Death Star uh, from episode four. Uh, we're going to do that all at one time. Oh, and we're going to take the ending of Empire and stuff that in as well to our super throwback ending to all the previous movies from the original trilogy and tie it up in a way that's uh, people like Chris who don't really like story uh, uh, really will enjoy the end of the film. Did they work the first time? Uh, yeah, they worked great. It they worked, worked great the second time. And you know what? It worked great. It was like the best set of leftovers I've ever eaten in my life. It's, you know what? <laughs> so I'm going to go eat it again this week. Um, uh, the, ahead, only, the only part that I did like was about this ending was that they didn't pull the the typical Batman movie thing where they kill all the bad guys. No. Although I don't know how any of them survived. I don't know how the hell Kylo got off and, the... Unless fucking General Hux has a GPS coordinator on Kylo Ren and unless that trash compactor can, <laughs> that they threw Phasma into. Okay, so let's, let's get... We're moving ahead, but let's yeah. talk. So... We get to the planet, all right? There's a fucking badass moment. How funny was that shit with the trash compactor? It was all right. That was pretty funny. Dude. I hated it. That was the you hated th- that? I thought that was hilarious. That was, that was a fan service moment. I uh, loved it. And that was fine. I laughed in the theater. Yeah. Uh, but it was totally like everything, everybody that bitches about fan service moments, it's like, it's like I, I, they don't bother me because I love all of Star Wars. Yeah. But it's like for me, for other people, they're like Episode Two is nothing but fan service. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, well, yeah, but that's I'm a fucking fan. I want to see all this shit. Yeah. Just like I want to see all this shit in you know Episode Seven. Um, but the moment, the fucking greatest line in the whole movie is when Finn finally says, "I worked as a, I was a custodian." Yeah. And he goes, "You were the no, ja- sanitation." Sanitation. He's like, "You were the janitor." There's people depending on us. How are we going to do this? And he's like, we'll use the force. And he's like, that's not how the force works. Like, that was good. That was the that fucking was best moment in the movie yes. by leaps and fucking bounds. And then yeah. right at that moment when Chewie goes, and he goes, oh yeah, you're cold. Like, yeah. like, like that move, that moment, like, and I'm sitting here going, this is what, like when people watch the prequels, this is what people missed. Yeah. They missed these moments, these moments that of levity, all the other shit aside, there just wasn't a Han Solo in those movies. And I'm concerned going forward because there just isn't going to be a Han Solo in any of the next but movies you've either. But you got Finn. Yeah, but Finn played best in his moments. Or we've got Poe. I guess. Yeah. Poe and Finn's relationship I liked a lot. Yeah. Like, I really liked their relationship. All these people were really fast friends, though, by the way. Very. They very all fast. were, like, hugging each other after, like, a day. Like, oh, my God, where are you like, Let's slow this down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Give me the give me this is the the idea that this is going on over a period of time. But the first Star Wars was like you know? that too, you know. Yeah, it was. Han, Han and Luke were basically pretty good friends after about actually, two days. They all you know, all of them were like 
even the prequels, uh, you know, you, what you don't know is between episode two and episode three, there was five years of war there. Right, right. Um, and you, you just come into episode three and like, who the hell is this? Who is Grievous? You know, right. and then even with, uh, you know, Jedi, they searched. I, I don't know why they took so long. But they searched for uh, well, for Han or not? Yeah, we, Han. We now know that Han Solo for, is a great smuggler, Steve, but a terrible tracker because he lost. He, or I'm sorry that these people are all great, uh, great at what they do, but they're terrible trackers because we lost Han Solo for a year before yeah. we knew because we knew he was sold to Jabba the Hutt, but it took us a year to figure out where they were storing him, and then we couldn't find the Millennium Falcon for 12 years because yeah. it was gone, and we certainly haven't been able to find Luke for however fucking long. These movies are about misplacing things. <laughs> Where's well, the director of lost well yeah. thank you for that the creator of lost so uh the end the end mo- boom uh, the end stuff though um look the movie has already crescendoed at this point we're in our third act um a lot of fucking great stuff's going on here uh as we get to the moment where kylo ben kills his father han solo which a lot of people are like why would han ever go out there to which i am like you are obviously not a parent yeah, yeah uh, this is your son yeah and That's this is your last Basically, like, if I don't make this attempt to save him now, he's going to die on this planet because we're about to blow this fucking thing to hell. Yes. You know, this is my last moment to save this child. And that's, I'm and old. Leia already said, bring back our son. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. basically, Han Solo's at the end of his journey and he kind of doesn't, I mean, he's not trying to kill himself, but it's like, I'm willing to sacrifice myself for the greater good of my child, who, if I don't make this attempt, there's no bringing him back, yeah. essentially, you know? And who the fuck is building these... These bridges with no fucking safety rails. Right? Even rails in the fucking future, or in the yeah. past, apparently. Like, they're like, I don't need that shit. Just go ahead and balance your way out there, dude. Well, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Sorry. Maybe that's why Finn got like bumped up from sanitation because they're basically it's a test. They're like any sanitation person that can cross this bridge. And it's a pretty, it's a pretty big bridge, <laughs> man. Like, bridge, dude. Like, <laughs> they're like, if you can, if you can survive a month in sanitation here, you are definitely a crack. You are going up to the A squad, son. Oh shit, man! I, I was, uh, I was like, wow, man, that that doesn't look safe. I wouldn't go out there if I were you, man. Just now, yeah. you never answered me when I texted you. Well, see, this- did you think that they were going to kill off Chewie? No. I mean, I they were setting us up like it was going to be Han. I, I actually, well, I knew the Han. I knew the Han was dead. In this movie, the minute he left Leia, the minute, minute he, he signed, signed the fucking contract to do the movie, <laughs> you he wanted like, to die a hero's he was, death. Yeah, he was awfully think, happy to do all the interviews yeah, and TV spots you know, and stuff um, where he wasn't in the past. Well, and, I and think the brilliance as, as soon as that they were going to go to this planet that they didn't know was a weapon before, I said he is not going to leave that planet. This the, will be the death of Han. I, I'm I'm coming up to the death of Han. I I was telling myself this in the theater. Yeah, and I it, knew. So when it happened, the minute he stepped out, you were like, "Oh, oh he's gonna fuck." Don't. I said, "You're gonna get killed by your son, and that will make his fucking transition into the the did, dark side complete." Did anyone have hope that Kylo Ben would turn and go with him? I had, yeah. I had no aspirations of that because that is not... And this is where spoilers pissed me off because I knew that Finn and him still had to fight Strike a sword fight. Strike your father down and I take knew your that- <laughs> place by my side. I knew there was a, a, a lightsaber fight going to happen in the snow that hadn't happened yet. Yes. And that pissed... And that's where I was like, fuck, dude. Like, the one thing I didn't want you to do is spoil the third act of this movie. Yeah. And you did. You yeah. basically ruined my Han Solo moment in your pre-marketing. I, I was really hoping, because they set us up to make it look like um, Ray was going to take over for Chewie. 
Um, they were yeah. training her as the co-pilot. And I think that was on. the intent. That was the intent. That was the misdirection. Right. Um, and I, even as I was watching Han go out there, I'm like, ah, oh, come on, let it be chewy. <laughs> let it be chewy. Cause I didn't want, <laughs> I didn't want to see Han go, but I knew he had to. Yeah. You know, as, as there was a part of me, it was like, he might actually survive this. No. Nope. No, and I and I don't know that he did unless we're doing Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, and he's reborn by the Genesis Planet. Maybe um, I don't know that there's any way that Han Solo comes back. Maybe if, he if, missed any like vital organs. If, if there's that, any, uh, if there's any way they, they're going to have footage of him in the next movie is because he shot be it already. Sort, it'll be and it'll be some sort of a flashback yes. thing yeah, or okay. some sort of sequence like that. But him as being a fucking character existing, he is dead. He's done. He's not coming back. Now. But you know what? He went out like, and because this movie was really a Han Solo movie when you got down yes. to it, um, Han was, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he was the lead in a lot of ways in this movie up until this point. Um, or at least he came on as the second lead with Ray because basically everybody else takes a backseat to Han once Han Solo shows up, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I'm all right with that. Like, that, that's what made the nostalgia factor made this movie for me. Like, that mm-hmm. right there, like, all the shortcomings I have with the plot and everything else, I didn't give a fuck because Han Solo and Leia and Chewie were on my screen again doing what they do. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I'm bitter about at this point is that they didn't give me the opportunity to see Luke there with them. I didn't get to see the three of them in action one last time. You yeah. know, I was that robbed nice. of that and I wanted to see that. I wanted to see Luke and Han interact one more time. Han could have gone in the second film. But you know, they really, they, did, they they didn't. Well, I mean, the last time you really see them do that is fighting Java. Yeah, that's and the last time that, they go their separate ways. Well, yeah. really, you think oh, about wait, it. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, they were on indoor for a short time together in the very. But yeah, I guess I'm jeopardizing the mission. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be. But here. it's like you really think about it. They were separated all through Empire. We get to uh-huh. see just a little of them hanging out in Jedi, and then I was like, come on, just give me one like great because really. Once we get, once Han's killed and we get outside and we're having the sword fight with Finn, which once again still leads me to, everyone's like, no, Finn's not force sensitive. I'm no, like, I think he everything is. about what has happened in this movie has led me to believe that he is also force sensitive. Yeah. He's just not Ray. Like, Ray seems really powerful and Finn yeah. seems just like. He's like the average Jedi that Palpatine was like, ah, and just takes down with one swipe, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, it, it all ties into this awakening. Right. They have it. They don't know it yet. Right. But and Rey really feels strong with the Force. Well, that's because she's a fucking descendant of a fucking Kenobi or a Skywalker. <laughs> there you go. You know, he's Lando's fucking... <laughs> I was drinking fucking... You know, Colt 45 and Bang You know, <laughs> hanging out with some Twi'lek dancers and shit. <laughs> well, I, I think what... What ends up happening then is we get a really interesting uh, lightsaber battle at the end. Um, to me, the only thing I, I, I liked the fact that it seemed very raw. Very. Uh, it it was not like from a uh, choreography standpoint. Like I was not super impressed by it. No. But why would you be? No, and it it shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been. It, it was a lot of thrusting. There was a lot of people going for kill shots. Yeah. Um, and, and people were like, oh, well, it's much more like the original trilogy sword fights. And I was like, yeah, it should be like those. Yeah. Because Luke was never a great, like, like Vader was the fucking badass. Like, Obi-Wan was old and wasted by the time he got to episode four. He even tells him. He's like, your powers are weak, old man. Like, you're, yeah. you got basically fucking toying with you at well, this point. You know, with the young Jedi, too... It, that's that is what they they had the temple. This is what they did. Right, day, all day, day in, all day, day man. You know, all night. You know, um, 
Look at the little fucking badass kid that comes out in episode three and takes down like a dozen fucking clone troopers before he gets shot down. And he's like 14, you know? And it's like, that to me is like, that's a kid that trained his whole life with a fucking lightsaber. Right. This, this is, this is people who've come into the force a little bit older. Their training is, you know, they're taking correspondence courses. They're fucking training, (laughs) you know? So, you know, they're not doing all this backflipping and Jedi bullshit. No, you know? we, get, we get a pretty, uh, aside from the pretty cool moment we had with the X-Wings coming across the water, which what a fucking great shot that, yeah. that was at Maz's planet. Real cool. Um, we get a pretty dope space fight as far as things go uh, with some really nice shots of X-Wings and TIE Fighters. Bringing back fucking Red Squadron. Yeah, it's very you know? very reminiscent of something we'd already seen, though. Very much so. Um, and and I, I'm okay with that. And once again, this movie... This movie was not bad. Like that's what I. It's for all of you listeners hey, out there. Listen, I fucking loved it. You know. Here's the thing that I'm. I'm kind of. I love it. But it's not great. It was all right. It was good. I, I look at a whole generation of kids like my child, my children, who grew up on the prequels. Okay. They don't necessarily connect with four, five, six because it doesn't have the flashy bells and whistles and all the CGI bullshit that happened in those movies. Now they've taken, they've married the technology with the story of those first three movies that came out. And now she's connected. Now they're all a lot more connected to what's gone on in those, those first films that came out. I, I think it's, I think it's a great marrying of, of the whole thing and exposing that to the next. My only generation. complaint, my only complaint, and, and this is a personal thing. I love star Wars, but I'm not one of these people that's like star Wars has to take place on the fringe of the universe. You yeah. know, I, I liked the the stuff in the prequels where it was like I liked Coruscant like that was yeah. like one of my oh, favorite fucking really cool. things yeah. cool about the planet. prequels. You know, I liked all of the alien planets that we get glimpses of in Episode Three that were like like where all the Jedi get shot down, like yeah. all those moments. Yeah. Like that to me, it's like it's a much wider universe. The thing that this movie did that disappointed me a little is, except for Maz's place. Uh, which I really loved Maz's place. Yeah, and I nice. liked the Starkiller base because it was a little, it was different. It had a different feel. I don't need like the hot, like the hot, the snow, like the snowiness and the fucking desert. It's like you made the galaxy seem much smaller. And that bothered me a little More bit. More extreme with weather. Yeah, it was seemed just seemed smaller to me. I was like, although we're in space, it's like the galaxy seems like it only inhabits like 13 people on two or three planets as <laughs> opposed to, you know, like in the original trilogy, there was always talk of other places. And in the prequels, we got to go to those other places. Yeah. And that was fucking awesome. I just think when I get to the end, I have issues with the fact that the Alliance or the Resistance sends out everything it has, which is essentially 12 starfighters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, terrible. <laughs> like there was not a blockade runner around that you had, or a fucking better ship than than the twelve X wings that you had floating around, and the Millennium Falcon, which yeah. you didn't even like send into battle. You just hyper. You couldn't find a d- different ship to hyperspace into fucking the planet with, so the Falcon could be used in the fight. You know, it, it's like uh, the the concept. And hey, then, it worked for the first one, man. But, but then there's the moment where they come out and they've got Ray, and they're like, "It's time to escape," and they're like, "Oh no, they're losing." I'm like, "Yeah, no shit." You only sent 12 fucking fighters in yeah, right. against the whole planet. Like, yeah. maybe you are... No shit you're losing, you know? Um, you know, and then it's like seven grenades essentially blow a hole in the side of the super important exhaust port that has the worst pre-9-11 security detail on it uh, <laughs> in the fucking in the galaxy. Um, right. They literally, they walked into this place. There were two stormtroopers and Captain Phasma just happens to be guarding it. And we can finally get to her, which is the l- l- most 
underwhelming, super like hyped character I've ever seen in a movie. And this, she's supposed to be like the fucking badass. Like she's like, if the leader of Vader's fist, the 501st was captured and they were like, turn the shields off. And she's all, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. You're not going to get away with this. I think we just did because you just turned the shields off. They were leading this up to being such a badass character, you know, and, and such hype around it. And then she talked a lot of shit at Comic-Con. About a strong female stormtrooper. She, that, she was forgettable, man. Like, totally forgettable. It, and why? And then we never get explained like why is her fucking armor so cool? Like why does yeah. she have chrome armor? And everybody's like, well, in the next movie, I said, motherfucker, I'm watching this movie. Exactly. Exactly. Give me this movie, not fucking next movie. I gotta wait. Be fucking forty four fucking years old or something when the next movie. Two years it comes out. Oh fuck! I don't even. I, I think even we're at three hundred and three hundred and fifty two days till the next Star so Wars like, you know, right now. Yeah, so Rogue right now One, I'm, right? I'm kind of like, well, we'll see about Rogue One, which is about what a Death Star <laughs> again. <laughs> is it really? They're stealing the plans for the Death Star. Oh, so okay. look, I, at the end, so, that moment and the trash compactor moment, I didn't have a problem with it, but it definitely was like fan service. I, I, I get, I dig the nod. Okay, that's sure. cool, you know. But I was just like, but at that, so like, what? Move it. It was, move it was exactly something Han would say. Yeah, you know? for sure. It totally was believable. And you think back to like one of the most traumatic moments of his experience, other than being in carbonite, would probably be that trash compactor. I, I agree on on a on the base. So we get out. We're having the we have the the fucking sword fight. Finn, I, I can only imagine is now a fucking uh, a, a a fucking quadriplegic after we raked across his fucking spine yeah. with a lightsaber. And by the way, at the end of this movie, when they say Finn, put the boy in a back to tank. Don't just leave him. Sit- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Float right. his ass in some water, son. Like yeah. come on. Yeah. Like she's like. I just I know you're in a coma. That's <laughs> like we just we're leaving you and here you know, on the stretcher. And that, that's that's some of the cool stuff about like the original movies is is seeing you know Luke in that tank and stuff. It's like you know that's that that gives me the belief of a different fucking universe, a different technology. Right, right. Instead of just like oh we, we got him on the gurney, you know. <laughs> 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 Maybe they got to order special order black back to. I, yeah, I don't know. Like yeah, so yeah, it's, oh, but the uh, uh, I think the the only other thing that really bugged like this really bu- and even the first time I watched it, I almost like yelled no at the fucking screen, which is uh, well two things. One, when did lightsabers become fucking Harry Potter wizarding wands where they have like a desire to be with a certain person. And then the other thing was during the fight when she pulls it, yay, that's cool. It was a cool moment. But at the end of the fight, like when the Deus Ex Trenchina opens up between the <laughs> two of them, uh-huh. that's pretty fucking convenient time for that uh, trench to come into play. So nobody dies. Um, yeah. And then right well, the whole, the whole movie is filled with like really convenient, Things. It's the force. The force <laughs> is that's not how the force works, Chris. <laughs> right? <laughs> but that was that was my only other because it was like you basically spent too much. Like you definitely set up your next movie, and I especially would have just said, "Fuck you, buddy." <laughs> fuck like, you, guy. I'm not your guy, <laughs> pal. Fuck you. <laughs> that is so great from across the fucking. Yeah. The, so. It definitely Crap. sets up like we're going to fight. These two are going to face off again at some point. Oh, yeah. And, but then when, you know, it's Snokes, he's like, Hux is like, you know, basically like, hey, man, 
I sort of fucked up your Starkiller base. <laughs> and uh, Snoke is like, well, get Kylo. He's got to finish his training and bring him home. I'm like, really? Like, that's your response? Your response is not like, fuck you, burning hell, you fucking twat for blowing up my base that we yeah. built into a goddamn planet for the last 10 years. Like, and then it's, I just, I'm, I'm like, Chewie and them barely get off the planet in time. Yet Hux has time to collect somebody where he doesn't know where he is from somewhere. Like, seriously, does he have a, a like Sith GPS? Like, I, I, there's just so many moments Shit, at the no, end. No, BB 8s lost an antenna. They don't have GPS. <laughs> they couldn't even find this fucking base to begin with until they, until they really had to. And then they're like, oh, and I know then, that's sad. And as much as I love the ending with Luke, it was kind of like uh, uh, tacked on. Like, because the movie really ends, like, yeah. when they get back to the base and discover, yeah. like, the map. And it was like, to me, if you're not going to have Luke be a part of the movie, then just fucking leave him. I, you know, I, I liked it. I liked it. I liked the end because it, it was sort of like an epilogue. If, and if they were really going to do fan service for me, she should have said the line. She should have walked up and handed him the fucking lightsaber and been like, help us, Luke Skywalker. You're our only hope. Yeah. And, and then, then fucking cut to black. Dude. And then at the, at the end here, we get back to base. Here we go. All right, I know what's coming. <laughs> and fucking Chewie walks right past Leia. <laughs> and fucking Leia hugs Ray because they're buddies. They've known because each other for so long, six Steve. Six fucking hours. You guys were together. He was such a father like to you. I'm like this guy who's been together for 40 fucking years. <laughs> One of my best friends ever. Countless saving each other's <laughs> lives back and forth. That's Chris. Right? What do you say to that, Chris? He's a Wookiee, dude. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? He's over it. He moved on. He's got a new driver now. It's and all by good. the way, why does Ray got to be the pilot? Wookiee, like Chewie can't, like, if I'm Chewie, I'd be like, bitch, listen, listen, this is my bitch, ship now. Listen, listen, I, I know my fucking way around this thing. <laughs> you, you just sit there, right? And I'll fly this fucking thing, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Chewie's like fuck me here we go again I had to, put up, I had to put up with the other asshole why is Chewie the Kato of the fucking Star right? Wars universe uh, yeah, right man, I mean no love for the fucking guy but that but honestly that scene to me it, it would have been more believable to me had it been the other way around had yeah. she had embraced Chewbacca instead or if Leia had embraced know? Rey at, at, like Basically, if Ray had gone to comfort Leia as opposed to vice versa, yeah. which I thought was odd as well. Right. Um, but, you know, and then it was like, let's, hey, I know everybody in this planet and the fucking universe is looking for Luke Skywalker. But instead of sending the best pilot in the galaxy, <laughs> let's send let's send the girl that I just met like yesterday <laughs> with the lightsaber and Chewie. And I'm not going to come either because I got more important shit to do here with the resistance, even though we just blew up the Starkiller like, base. Listen, I need to talk to my fucking Jedi brother, but you go. <laughs> you'll, you'll fucking convince him. <laughs> like, there, once again, you've got the lightsaber. You've got the conch. <laughs> You got the con. So you go. You you go. I'll stay here. Uh, was, that part I was like and like everybody keeps saying, Well, just wait till the next movie. I'm like, I don't want to And I just say, I don't want to wait till the fucking next movie. No. I want to see maybe this Leia fucking knows movie, something. man. I mean, I maybe like, listen, we're telegraphing. You've had six fucking movies, two animated series of multiple seasons. Enough time to lay the fucking groundwork, man. That's why she's okay? she's a Skywalker, dude. 
That's his daughter. If it, look, if it's his daughter, then that makes sense. And it that's makes sense he, because Leia why, would know. But hold that's on. why he's standing there just silent, like ah. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Maybe he's thinking. I'm not daddy material, Maybe honey. He's like, I'm a fuck, fucking. Fuck, I owe so much back child support. Like, what right. am I going to do, right? <laughs> I'm a fucking Jedi, man. I, you know, I'm going to. So, but that brings me to the point of why she couldn't be Luke's daughter. Because Leia and them wouldn't have known Luke had a daughter. Just the same as she can't be Ben's twin sister. Because wouldn't, wouldn't they have known that fucking. Basically, they had a daughter as well and then why would they have abandoned the daughter at such a young age when ben didn't turn until later on in life i mean that would be a pretty amazing fucking restraint on leia's part to look at her and say oh well that's my daughter but i'm not gonna say nothing after. but no no i don't think it's leia's daughter i think it's luke's <clears throat> daughter but what i think but why would luke have had this secret daughter for five years that nobody knew about See, i don't that's know that why she is a secret daughter well, but then why? I think they hid her on the planet for the same reason that they hid Luke and Leia. But it, like that's why I keep going back to the Obi Wan Kenobi thing. If we're gonna tie it all together, it makes more sense if Obi Wan Kenobi had a secret hidden granddaughter, or it doesn't even have to be a granddaughter. It could be like somebody in the Kenobi line, essentially, like a cousin's, you know, twice removed or some shit like that. I don't see a problem. With a niece being or Luke's something daughter. like that. So, well, I just don't know how you explain a lot of it away if it's Luke's daughter. So, explain explain what away. The fact that she was five when she was dropped off on the planet and nobody seems to remember her. She it was um, there when he was training all the Jedi and it went bad. So Leia so didn't did remember so that. They, have, they, haven't la- they haven't laid down like how long ago did that happen? Has it been a year? Has it been five years? Who knows? Yeah, they didn't actually. There's no timeline you know, on Kylo's I mean, tra- betrayal. Adam, Adam Driver looks fucking uh, like a young man here. Yeah. You know, not but he somebody, could have been 15. Like this isn't something that it happened. doesn't strike me that this was more than a, maybe a couple years. Yeah, it, it struck me as being fairly recent. How long has she been on the planet? She's been there since she, she was, was five. She was like a little girl. She was so five. She, she, she was said, 20, I was dropped 20, off when I was five, man. Huh? 13 years, maybe, if she's 18. Sure, so 13 years. But once again, if she's Luke's daughter, nobody misses Luke's daughter. No one goes, hey, Luke, what happened to your daughter? And he's yeah, like, but Luke ain't there. Maybe he just fucking Jedi mind tricks the their whole, ass, No, dude. when the whole thing went I don't bad, owe you child support. So that, that would mean that basically Kylo Ben turned 13 years ago. He could be 30. He could be. fucking didn't look 30 or he didn't look like he was 13 when he's standing there with the rest of those knights. No. And, and that's, I mean, look, there's so much speculation we have about what's to come. I guess we have two years to wait. Right? We do. And here's, here's my biggest fear at the end of this. My biggest fear at the end of this is they somehow now basically take the beats from Empire Strikes Back. Oh, and no. somehow remake Empire Strikes Back because they basically have taken a lot of the beats from A New Hope and remade A New Hope yep. and repackages it episode 7, which once again, I love the movie. Well, I'm fine. You know that all across the world people are saying the same shit that we're saying. Uh, you know that No, that's that, not true because I got to tell you, man, I got some fucking people who when they listen to me talking about this right now, it's like blasphemy, dude. They're they're going to be fucking beside themselves, dude. There are people right now who like you, 100%, this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. No, I didn't ever say that. You know what I'm saying? But so. I did love it, and I forgive any of the stuff that we've brought up because it, it feels like home, like I said at the very beginning of this. And I think they're selling... Look, instead of making... But a, I'm not delusional. But look, my problem was instead of making a Star Wars movie with new content about new things, they did partially yeah, new yeah. stuff, and then they took a lot of things that 
go to your exact statement, which yes. is this feels like Star Wars. Yes. I'm going to give you what you want. You, you've been telling me you want, which is something that feels like something you love already. And I'm just going to repackage it in such a way that it seems slightly different, although it really isn't. And regardless of how you feel about the prequels, the prequels told a very specific story yeah. about the fall of the Republic and about people giving up their freedom to essentially have safety thank i'm gonna you, give you Ron. i'm gonna thank you i'm gonna give away my freedom for safety and i'm gonna give because i'm afraid of this unknown thing while the whole time the evil that they were afraid of which was what was taking their freedom away and how everybody was fucking blind to this going on at the same time and and when that's you, all a great story it is and it it's was too bad you had really shitty writing and no. shitty actors trying to bring it to life Look, th this goes back to the idea of that's, does that's my problem does with han them. shooting first ruin the fucking special edition for you. If that ruins the special edition for you, then you're not watching a movie. You're watching a moment and fixating on one small thing that's going to fucking drive you yeah. nuts. Because if the teddy bears ruin Return of the Jedi for you, then you're one of those people that can't get past one thing. That doesn't bother me. I still like Return of the Jedi. It's not my favorite, but I still like it. All right. It's kind of hard to overlook the acting and the writing in a movie, though. Hey, listen, man. I mean, A New Hope was not... It's not Shakespeare, dude. But hey, listen, no, and it, it's not, and it, and but it, it was a hell of a lot better. And it, than and the it wasn't some fucking groundbreaking fucking acting either. I mean, quite honestly, uh, Mark Hamill in it was just as goddamn annoying as some fucking parts of fucking with Hayden Christensen, okay? Oh, no, I mean, this dude. whiny ass. Yeah, but his just, delivery at least made sense. Hey, you know? And once again, I think episode three is great, dude. I fucking love, I love Revenge of the Sith. Every time big I think fan. of that movie, I think of him saying, but that's just how it's not. It's different from my perspective. And like that whole, like all the dialogue is so bad. It's so stunted. And I disagree. False. And I think there's a lot of great moments in episode three. And there are some moments when I'm like, this is not as good as I want it to be. And there are moments where it's a little uneven. And I mean, we're getting into a whole other conversation. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend forever talking. About no, the but that's okay. I, I can this is our. But, but the, this is the our, difference. Is this feels more like what because it's packaged loved. it's packaged to sell to a certain individual that, but it also connects with the new generation that's fine but the all guess what the other movies connected with that generation young people love star wars chris yeah. my son and once again these movies every time somebody's like well you raped my childhood and i'm like no they fucking went and gave somebody else something different in their childhood. Because I don't know how Steve's kids feel, but my son watches episode one. Like, that's our movie right now. And he wants the one with the little boy, and he wants to fucking watch the pod racing, and he yeah. wants Darth Maul. Like, those are the things he wants, you know? So it's like, I don't, like, everybody. Right now, mine are just like, if it's Star Wars, they're it's in, fucking right? cool, dude. So they don't care. It could be Star Wars Legos, it could be Rebels, it could be Clone Wars, it could be the movies. But here's the they're best in. thing about this movie at the end of the day. Regardless of whether or not it's the best of the Star Wars saga, it doesn't matter. Because it's doing so fucking good, I'm gonna get more. Yes, you and are. I'm living, oh, for sure. And I'm, but I'm, but Steve, we're living it like in 2006. Did you ever think after Revenge came out that we'd get more Star Wars? Because Lucas pretty much said, "I ain't making any more Star Wars." Yeah, I mean, the only thing I always was holding out for, I had high hopes for, and now I guess might be back on the, the table TV show. Was a TV show. Yeah. Um, and then honestly, I don't want for that. me. <laughs> For me, the void was filled with Clone Wars for yeah. all those years, dude. But did you ever think you'd really like I but never, a movie with Han Solo no, and the man. Millennium I mean, Falcon? Straight up, I thought that shit was done. I though. thought I was gonna get like, look, and once again, at the end of the day, Chris, this movie gives you everything that you yeah. wanted about Star Wars, yeah. and all. And you know what's funny? A lot of the people that I talk to that feel that way are in your age bracket, yeah. Because the younger people that like the prequels, that grew up with the prequels, they love all of it, yeah. 
and they're like, it's great. And me, yeah, I love see, all of it. Like four, five, six. That's not true. A lot of the like Lauren and Darian's age, they're not into four, five. A six. lot of them think the Star Wars is like the episode four. It's like the original. If you've watched, like it's boring, man. Yeah. Like the special effects are like while they're groundbreaking, they're yeah. hokey as that's, fuck. That's what my point. Even is. by if you compare Empire to fucking A New Hope, it's like night and day. And then by the time that's the one thing I will say when I got to Jedi, I was amazed what they were doing with miniatures yeah. in fucking Return of the Jedi, dude. I love how they the the re, the repeating pattern of the the typical uh, imperial walls, you know, with the, yeah. the ovals, yes. and the lights. Yes, they had that in, in this too. You know? Yeah, but there was look. There was at the end of the day, and this we're gonna do our final moment here because we're at the this is second hour or second one went a little long. Yeah. But uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed our complete breakdown of The Force Awakens, which ironically is three minutes longer than the movie itself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love the movie. I love it. And I can't wait for more. I just think that if we're going to talk shit on certain things, we need to talk shit on everything. Absolutely. And I, I never had a problem with the story in the prequels. Oh, that, Other than the midichlorian thing with the Jesus, but look, that was kind of dumb. We're given, yeah, free- but you know what? Like, listen, that was that was. I liked the story. That was it was a little bit in the first episode, and then it just kind of was done after yeah, that. Yeah, they I mean, it. They, yeah, it didn't continue on into the yeah. whole fucking yeah. thing. No, and it didn't. You know? It didn't. People, it wasn't enough to make me hate the film. It was it was the actors and the writers that made me hate. And, I, hate and those once films. again, I think that I think that when people like I, I my hope is. Is that this will fucking the people that are like you, that are just full of hate and vitriol <laughs> for for these things? I, like you got what you fucking wanted now. Yes. Like stop whining. I am not whining. <laughs> I, you guys are the ones complaining. No, I'm, no, no, no. I'm like serve it my up on a golden is, platter. I'll eat this thing up. But over my point is this. My point is this. Like you got what you wanted. Like leave George Lucas alone at this point. Stop fucking bashing George Lucas about raping your childhood because George Lucas is the fucking creator of everything that you love about this. Except this movie. Uh, well, no, because basically they took all of it George's all, great it ideas it all, it all and fucking recycled them. Still, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, like I said, in the very beginning of, of this, dude, you know, it's, it's, it's a good movie. It's not a great movie. Um, great. I'm not It's one, not great. It's I'm great, just, but it's I'm not, not great, one, great. I'm not one who likes to just... Like, oh, we're setting you up for the next one. And then you get to the next one. You go, oh, we're setting you up for the next one. Just give me something good here now, you know? I felt like it was, man. I felt now. like it was much more so, fast-paced than any of the other six. It definitely was. J.J. Abrams dragged it along at a breakneck pace. It and was the first, moving, dude. The first 90 minutes of it, I really liked a lot. Up until, yeah. quite honestly, up until... The we, base. The base. And once yeah. again, once again, man, it goes... And it falls apart in big shit. ways, that last fucking 45 minutes. You know, minutes. like when they Oof. fucking pan back and they show fucking, you know, Ray down there on a crash at at. That was dope, dude. It was cool, but I'd already seen the goddamn concept art for the fucking thing, dude. <laughs> well, you can't avoid that shit at this you point. Know, That's I the mean, new world we live I'm, in. And I'm, I'm getting to the world of just going to fucking start turning this shit off. Yeah. I mean, really fucking. I mean, even flying into the fucking ass end of that fucking, that, uh, that Star Destroyer, man. You know how fucking cool that had been had I seen that just in the theater and not just on the fucking commercial. Yeah, I'm with you. Kind of like the moment when the fucking the zero G moment. That now, how that was, was that. fucking cool, man. Right? That was a good moment. When and by the way, I love how blow it. The Millennium Falcon. Last last note. The Millennium Falcon is apparently made of adamantium. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking destructible, dude. <laughs> no shit, right? It can take an impact like 
Fuck, man. Like, it hit a lot of shit in this movie. Yeah. It, it takes an impact like a fucking stripper at a frat party. Like, it was. <laughs> and with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, our unbelievably nerdy, in-depth Force Awakens podcast has come to an end. If you survived this, there was a few funny moments. But look, if you've listened to the podcast, we have been all about this since the podcast started. Yeah. Like, this Absolutely. has been a focus for Dude, two our years. Dude, t-shirt. Was well, a Star like, Wars, yeah. yeah. Star Wars, so so this will be our Force Awakens special, and then we'll be back uh, sometime after Christmas with a new episode, uh, and we'll talk. We'll catch all the shit back up on all the other nerd stuff because uh, we got a lot. Yeah. Ash vs. the Evil Dead. And don't this, let me forget. This I is watched Fanforstic. This is our last today, show so. for 2015. Yeah. Are we done for 2015, I, guys? I'm going to be real busy next week. Honestly, okay. so Merry Christmas. <laughs> Fair enough. Happy Happy New Year. Uh, Happy new year. Uh, or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, Chich- Kwanzaa Khan. Or well, Hanukkah's already done. We've already, we've oh, already lit the candles. That yeah, already happened a week ago. I don't have very ago. many Jewish friends, but hey, <laughs> everybody, Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, for and sure. we will see you guys. Maybe Chris and I will grab Todd and do one without yeah. Steve. We'll see. See if we like each other. But either way, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, and we hope you're having a nerd life crisis. I'm Ron Miltz. Hayden Christensen. Steve Hale. And D's Nuts. Hello, Asti. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, how about I'm, I'm Porkins 3, the new beginning. Oh, All right. So thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you later.